Hey, Mom, now that we're back from spring break, let's hit him with part two of Jen Mazur. Yes, the Queen of Manifestation, part two of our conversation with the Queen herself, happening right now. Tune in. Here we go. Hey, friends, welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel Leigh Hoffman. And I'm Sila Grace Hoffman. We're a mom and daughter duo that works together, plays together, and tries to figure out this crazy world together. <laughs> yeah, Mom. And we're super grateful you could join us today. This is the She Sounds Like Me podcast. She sounds like me. 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 Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, Mom. Before we get this party started, we gotta let them know the goods first. Friends, if you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on your chosen platform. Give us a five-star review or join our conversation online at She Sounds Like Me on the socials and at SheSoundsLikeMe.com. Okay, Mom, now let's get to it. <laughs> let's get to it. All right, Sila, here we go. Okay, so we're coming back with Jen Mazur, and we're talking about positive affirmations and the language we use when we're talking to ourselves and our kids. I'd love to hear, like, you know, you're the queen of manifestation with two beautiful children. How do you incorporate that on a regular basis in the language when it comes to parenting to kind of keep that momentum going? Yeah. So when I notice my daughter get frustrated with something or say that she can't do it, which we all can get caught up in that sure. language of saying, I can't because we're frustrated or it doesn't feel possible, I like to switch the I can'ts to how can I or, or how could you, right? So you're kind of offering um, a door, like a window of opportunity and possibility because oftentimes when you tell your child, yes, you can, they almost are closed off. They're like, no, but I, I can't. So we don't necessarily switch it to the opposite right away, like a positive affirmation in the moment, because it doesn't feel believable. But if we can switch it to a question, then it feels like it's it's a bridge, right? And if we think about the growth mindset in our brain, if we think about our brain as like Swiss cheese, you yes. know, Swiss cheese has holes we in it. Swiss. <laughs> right? We love Swiss. So we're, we want to constantly be building so we want to build bridges across those holes in the Swiss cheese in our brain. So the more that we can have our mindset be like, ooh, how could I do this, right? This maybe is possible. We build a bridge every time we have that kind of a thought. And so we're building bridges across those holes. And that keeps us in this growth mindset of possibility. So the next time we want to hop from one side of the Swiss cheese to another, we don't have to hop across the hole. We've got a bridge. We've got this easy path. And that's what we're doing with our brain by keeping that possibility open, by saying, how can I? And the other thing I think is really helpful as a parent is really having your kids understand that making mistakes is a part of growth, yes. right? That's a good thing. That we don't, we're, it's not about being perfect, that we're actually grateful for our mistakes because we are learning from them. And every time we make a mistake, we are getting something from that. And then we can do better the next time because we've learned some beautiful lessons. So we're never afraid of making a mistake. It's almost like, hey, what mistake did you make today, right? So we can feel good about that mistake and how we've learned. What did you learn from that? And 
and being okay with that, which I think is fun. Um, and one cool activity you can do is an Ooh, art project. Do tell. Where you like make a mistake in the actual painting and like an oops painting. And then you turn your mistake into something even more beautiful. And that's a fun thing where you don't have an eraser. You know, you can do it with your kids together, one big art project or one canvas. Um, and it's fun because then you recognize like, actually, look at what we created together from our mistakes. And it was something more beautiful that we hadn't even planned, you know, had we had the eraser and kept, you know, redoing it. So I think that's a fun activity. I love that. Um, yeah. That's from yeah. an artist to an artist. Sila is oh, an artist in, yeah. in her own ways. <laughs> yeah, very cool. I love that. Any other cool activities or tips you could share with us? One thing that that reminded me of where you said, like, make a mistake and have it be beautiful. Um, there's this book that we read in art class. That's called Beautiful Oops. So it's about making a mistake and making it beautiful. And that always reminds all of us that making making mistakes is okay. Yeah. Awesome share. Thanks, I will. We'll have to look that up because I, I didn't that. know that existed. But yeah. how cool is that? Yeah. And that's exactly right. The mistakes in life build growth, yeah. build learning. So even if you have a big dream and you're manifesting something about your life or your being, making mistakes along the way are at least taking action, right? And that taking action will show you, well... I do want to do that, or I'm going to do that better, or maybe that's not for me, but now I've learned what is for me through that mistake. Right. Really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and keeping that open mind and exploring, like like looking at your life as this grand adventure, right? You're exploring, and so it's fun. Like, you know, you get to go and see, like, do I like this thing? I'm going to try it, because if I don't actually go and feel what it's going to feel like, I don't know, right? And so it's like, I'm going to just put myself in that position and take that dance class and maybe I decide dance right. isn't for me, right? Or I'll put on that video, you know, and do this activity and see if I like this because if I don't actually try it, I don't know. So it's it's really about kind of allowing yourself to try new things, even if it feels scary or uncomfortable at first and knowing that that's normal and even adults get scared. And so, you know, oftentimes we feel like, oh, I'm scared because I'm a kid, but actually we all get scared when we're trying something new. It's a normal feeling because if you think about your life and your family and your home, you're, you feel comfortable at home. It feels like a warm hug, right? But when you go out into the world and you try a new thing or you go to a new school for the first time, it feels really scary. You're nervous because you don't know what it's going to feel like or are you going to make any friends? And it's just reminding yourself that that's a normal feeling. It's okay to feel uncomfortable when you're doing something new. And it just means you're doing something new and you don't know what it's going to feel like. And as soon as you get used to it, it's normal, right? And so it's reminding ourselves that it's okay to continue to put yourself into that position of being in a new situation that feels uncomfortable at first. And it, um, it can be easy. It's just going to feel a little bit uncomfortable at first and that's okay. So I think that's a part of manifesting too, is like even adults, um, you know, the most successful people that we're looking at as like, ooh, I want to be just like them. They get scared and uncomfortable too, but they just remind themselves like, I can do this. This is an okay feeling. This is normal to feel this way. And I'm going to do it anyway. 
So yeah, does that make sense, Sila? And yeah. you do it so well, and you don't even know that you're doing yeah. it. And I think that's one part instinct, um, and one part collective, you know, learning and parenting. As we, as I was learning about it through Jen myself, um, when I was on a, in a real weird place, and it got me to this place to be with you, to do the work that I love, to be more engaging and be more connected and present with Sila. So I fully believe in your work. We are so grateful for you to share how we can break this down for our kids and and manifest together the best life and the best adventures possible. Yeah. And even the oopses along the way. Beautiful oopses. <laughs> Beautiful oopses. Yeah. And one thing I want to say, too, to leave everybody with is to be believing eyes for your kids. And so I always feel like we're mirrors and reflections. And so if we can keep that door open for our kids and reflect back as a mirror to them, the possibility versus shutting the door on them, um, it really helps them keep that belief and faith that they can do whatever it is that they want, right? So I call it believing eyes because oftentimes our kids they don't believe it, right? They think this is going to be hard. I don't want to do this. And if we can say, you know what? It's okay. Like I see this. I you're, you know, you're great at this and you're kind of reflecting back to them how awesome they are and and sharing questions for them to explore on their own how they could do it. Then it helps them find that faith for themselves um, when they lose it. And so it's nice to be those those mirrors and believing eyes. And that's a really fun thing you can do for your kids too. It's like playing. I think all of manifesting is is play. So it's like making almost a game out of it, right? Like let's just play and have fun and, you know, build it up. Okay, if you want to be um, an animal scientist, like then what do you do? Like what kind of animal do you work with, right? So you're just kind of like expanding the vision and seeing like, ooh, where would you travel? Or, you know, where would you live? And it's just like coming from a place of possibility and fun um, to keep that dream alive for, for each other. Oh, my gosh. This is so good, though, Jen. And I love how you're breaking it down in, in kids' bite-sized information because this is – it's hard to think of, but we can do little things like asking important questions like you said. Let them paint the bigger picture. And not only that – see through their eyes. You call it believing eyes when you're the parent, right? Being the mirror. But I wonder if there's a term for letting them, like letting us see the beautiful imagination through their eyes, because we could never, you know, we lose some of that as grownups. And it's nice to sink back down into the eyes of a child and, um, and really imagine what anything could be even bigger or more beautiful than than you imagined through their eyes. So there's maybe a, you, you need another term to the kids' eyes, I think. Sparkly eyes or something. I don't know. It's awesome. It's so true. Yeah. I mean, especially I'm going through yeah, you parenthood are. again, right, after nine years, having another kid. Um, and it's so amazing to kind of see that how it's almost like the reminder of going through it again with the baby and him exploring and now he's 14 months and, you know, just kind of going for it, right? And not being afraid of falling down and getting back up again. And, and I think it's also a fun reminder for my 10-year-old now too, right? Because at that age, you can start to get a little bit more frustrated with things or, you know. Um, want things to be perfect. I mean, you know, there's all these other outside influences, right? And so it's a nice reminder of like, oh, wow, like, yeah, 
we can just kind of go into life with this gusto of, you know, like, yeah, let's, let's grab this crayon or let's push this <laughs> <Right>. truck. <laughs> I'm going to get up and learn how to walk and fall down and, you know, um, but it's so true. Our kids like, you know, come into this world to They are. Teach they us are teaching well. us on so the regular. So if your eyes see. and your mind and your heart is open enough for it. And I, I know you come from that place and it's something we share together. So this is so awesome. I feel like there's those small daily tweaks, even just in language, like we were talking about, that do make an impact, whether you're talking about yourself um, or talking to your child and using the language around them, you don't even realize they're listening. So you have to have that dialogue or the, that, that language tweak to a positive can do or how could you do, right? Um, when you're feeling like you can't. The thing is, and the thing is, it's, your kids aren't just listening to you, but they're really, they're watching you. And I think that's something to remember too, even more so than just what you tell them. It's like they're seeing, are you actually applying this? And I think that's even more powerful oftentimes, um, just embodying the example um, versus just telling them because they might be like, well, you say that, mom, but I don't see yeah. you, you know, going for things or doing something scary or whatever. Um, and I think that's really important, too. And speaking of language, too, aside from changing your I can'ts to, well, how can I or how could I? Um Something else you could do is changing your I have to to I get to. So it's the same thing like I have to go to school or I have to go to, you know, practice, football practice, or I have to go to whatever, you know, piano practice. I get to go to school. I get to go to football practice. I get to go to piano practice. Because even though it's the same thing, when you say I get to do this, it feels more fun right? It kind of changes it to be like, oh, you know what? I I can actually choose to find the good in this, like gratitude practice, right? Like, well, school, like there are things I like about school. I get to see my friends or I get to learn about this thing, which I love. And I get to see this teacher and I'm excited about lunch today, right? Or, you know, whatever it is. And so then we find the good. And so then we're not like, oh, I have to go to school. It just changes us. It gets us out of that place of like, ugh, you know, a yucky feeling into a really good feeling. Oh, I get to practice piano because I really, I love playing, you know, music or, you know, I, there's this fun song I want to learn. And so I think that's something really nice too. And, and using your imagination is how we kind of tune in to what's there for us. It's almost like we're receiving these dreams. Like we're, we're pulling out you know, pictures from the sky and we're saying, oh, yes, I want that. This is mine. And so when we use our imagination, if we can really just kind of believe that we're seeing what's going to happen, like we're almost seeing the future, right? And so then it's fun because we're like, oh, I am going to be an animal scientist. And you just play with that, like, ooh, and you believe it. And it's kind of more fun to take action from that place of like, yeah, I am, I'm going to be the lead in that play next year, you know? And so when you have that confidence, it's you feel better about going to the audition. And, you know, even if it doesn't work out and you might not get the lead, like you feel proud of yourself for, for going for it in the first place right. and auditioning. Doing the best right? you can. Yeah. Is yeah. That it's like artwork in a way, too, yeah. because right. you can paint 
your life in any color that you want, and you can draw any picture you want in your mind. And if you, you know, if you really want that in your heart, like you were saying before, Sai, dreams can come true. Big dreams, you Little know. dreams. Manifestation. Huge dreams bigger than this house. Your heart's desire. Now, I just have one last question for you because because of our last conversation, Jen, and I think you kind of answered this, but maybe you can wrap it up in a nutshell for us. We talked a lot about um, making our commitments, and as you heard in our previous podcast episode, you know, working hard pays off. You got to work hard. You know, everybody's always saying that, whether you're a, a parent to a child or a parent to yourself, um, you know. Work hard and you'll get that thing. How can we reframe that to be in that? How does manifestation live within that working hard kind of motto that we we always hear? I think it's less about hard work and more about challenging yourself. And um, it can be easy. It just might feel uncomfortable because you're doing something that is new or you're applying something like, you know, practicing, right? Like you talked about on the last episode about um, practicing your dance routines, right? And it doesn't have to be hard. It just might feel uncomfortable at first, right? Like, ooh, I've never done this before. I don't know how to move my leg this way. And, but when you put it into practice, it becomes easy, right? So now it's a whole lot easier. Do you, do you have that? Yeah. Experience, Sila. Like once you once you get it once or once you do it a few times and then you just start practicing a little bit, you can it starts to become easy instead of like hard. It's only like hard for the first few times. Like a snowball effect of good though can come from that, right? And so yes, maybe exactly. that's how hard work and manifestation live together. Mm-hmm. You you believed you could, right? Right. You saw you could. You mm-hmm. felt it in your heart and you wanted it? Like a handstand. Like a handstand. That's next on. <laughs> We're going to dream big for it and manifest that. Yeah. I, but I think it's different. Like, yeah, like commitment is different than hard work, right? So it, you committed, but it doesn't have to be hard. It's more about your mental, your brain committed. Your mind was like, I'm doing this, Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be hard. It's just that you committed to it, which feels hard because you're like, oh, I'm really doing this thing that's scary or, you know, uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then you do it, like you said, and after a few times, it was like right. second nature, right? And that's the, that's the experience in life. I love that. Duh, yeah. This is so helpful. Do you have any last questions or anything to say to Jen? Uh, thank you. Like, yeah. This- This is really cool to be, like, talking about and to learn that, like, dreaming big, you can dream big, put your mind to it, and it's basically yours. Yes, I love that. Yes, absolutely right. Jen, we are so grateful for you and this time today. You've really been able to break it down in a way I think that we can both understand and that help each other to keep our imagination wide open and the possibilities will come from there. Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Continuing on with our manifestation practice like masters. Masters. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Jen. You are 
absolutely the queen of manifestation. The queen of manifestation. And now you have a theme song. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Jen. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. And um, we'll definitely drop all your information in our show notes. You can learn more about Jen at queenofmanifestation.com. We'll link her book, Manifesting Made Easy, her board game Sparked, and all the cool ways you can find Jen and tap into her manifestation genius. So thank you, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, until next time. Until next time. Manifest. Namaste. And namaste. I don't know. They mean totally different things, but I don't care. (laughs) But if you can imagine it, you can create it. Yes. Let's keep that at the forefront of our brain. I love it. Manifestation. All right. Thanks, Jen. And thanks, everybody. Till next time. Bye-bye. Till next time. Bye. All right, before we head out, a quick shout out to the awesome friends that lent their voices to our vision at the top of each episode. She Sounds Like Me is produced by Creative Catalyst Media, LLC. And as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe to our tribe online at shesoundslikeme.com and find us on social at She Sounds Like Me so we can connect directly to you. Thank you so much for your support, friends. Till next time, take care of yourselves and each other. And have an awesome day. Yep, and have an awesome day.